0: My entitled father demands that I not listen to the doctors who are about to perform surgery on my ankle claiming that he knows better than them and that they are only trying to ruin my life and I am so annoyed at his existence and I honestly can't wait to finally cut him off. Here's what happened. So for a bit of context, in a couple of weeks I'll be having an ankle fusion. I've been having extreme pain in my ankle for quite a while and in the last few years it has gotten worse and worse and the orthopedic doctor has decided on an ankle fusion. The game plan for me to stay a few nights in the hospital and about two weeks at a physical rehabilitation facility to help me learn how to use a walker. I also have a bleeding disorder which requires some staying in the hospital and they decided rehabilitation would be good since I live alone. And as for the walker, they decided that was better for me than crutches. But I also have a wheelchair coming in as well. Everyone's hopeful about the procedure. I'm hopeful, my mom's hopeful, my family's hopeful, my friends and my girlfriend are hopeful. The only one who isn't is my dad. And by the way, the only reason I told him I was having surgery was because I thought it would be better to just tell him instead of him getting even angrier for keeping the surgery a secret. You see, he is very anti-doctor and in the last few years has been going deeper and deeper into the rabbit hole of alternative medicine. During the pandemic, he wanted to sign me up for this pyramid scheme involving pine needle tea to give me COVID immunity and to cure me of my autism. And not too long ago, he sent a video from an alternative medicine lady who was talking about how no processed sugar and no gluten will suddenly just cure my autism. In fact, he's been very persistent that I'll be a better person for the world overall if my autism is cured. He also believes that mental illnesses are not real, but just fabricated by doctors to take you out and take your money. And that is just such a bunch of BS. And now he's spouting off about how an ankle fusion will not work. He started rambling about how with limited mobility, I won't be able to exercise and will therefore for become fatter and less desirable to everybody. Now I do have a weight problem as well as internalized fat phobia thanks to him. I told him how the doctors will plan to give me modified shoes to help me walk around but then he went off about how they'll break my ankle. I told him I'll have physical therapy to help me use a walker on one foot while I'm non-weight bearing and then after the healing they'll do more physical therapy to help me walk around normally again and how I'll have a wheelchair to help me get around if I need to go out. He then snapped about how I'm not listening to him and that it's proof that I need family, more specifically him in my life. And what he says next honestly just blows me away, proving to me once again just how entitled he truly can be. He then demanded that my mom either have me stay with her for the entire recovery process or I stay with him for the entire recovery process. But I stood my ground and I told him that's not necessary. I said that we already have a plan and that I trust these doctors. Well, that made him really mad with him yelling if I trust strangers more than family. But I firmly told him that is not what I meant. And just because he's not confident in the game plan doesn't mean that he has to be doom and gloom about everything. Surprisingly, that made him realize he wasn't gonna get to me and then huffed out that if I wanna try then fine. But if something goes wrong, I'm gonna regret not taking his help. Now when it comes to me and my dad, I have plans to cut him off and I'm already mentally prepared for life without him. Because nowadays his words no longer hurt me like they used to. I'm no longer afraid of him and I'm simply annoyed at his existence and I'm just so annoyed that he will always be an entitled father. Yeah, your dad does not sound like a very nice person. First off, there's nothing wrong with having a mental illness or being autistic. And no, there's no cure for autism, but that doesn't mean that just because you have autism you're like half a person or something like that. Like those kind of comments, as well as him being like, oh yeah, mental illness, that's not real. Doctors made that up just to take your money. That mentality, in my opinion, is so unbelievably toxic toxic. Like, there's no good excuse for that. There's more than enough scientific research to prove that wrong, and the fact that he would try to cure you of being autistic shows to me the kind of father you had to deal with growing up. So truly, I'm so sorry you had to deal with that, but in the grand scheme of things, it seems like you're close to cutting him off. Because this guy does not sound like a good person in general, and I don't blame you for not wanting him in your life. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Also, go to amithejerk.com slash submit if you would like to submit your own stories. This next story came from the Am I the Jerk subreddit. Check the links in the description if you would like to submit your own story. Am I the Jerk for asking a woman to remove her sunglasses just so I can properly check her identification? Here's what happened. Okay, so to give some explanation, my job is at a supermarket. I work as a personal shopper for the e-commerce department, which does all the shopping for the customer so they don't have to come into the store themselves. Part of the job involves running these orders out to the car, which I actually do quite often. And I have gathered a lot of repeat customers whom I am on a first name basis with. And we are very friendly with each other too. Today, I got a customer who was a middle-aged gray-haired woman who looked about as old as my paternal grandmother. I saw there was some beer in the order, which required me to ask for her ID in order to allow her to purchase it. She hands me her ID. And then I say to her, okay, can you please remove your sunglasses for just a moment, please? Now, I... I was taught that if a customer wears sunglasses when purchasing alcohol, we have to ask them to remove them briefly just to make sure their eye color matches what it says on their card. And I've had no problems with it up until now because the moment I asked that, she responded by saying, no, you're the only one who does this to me. Nobody else asked me to do that except for you. I'm old enough to purchase this alcohol and you know it. Now, when she said that, I was taken aback because nobody's ever flipped their lid over something like that before. For. I then told her, I'm sorry, but it is the law that I ask this. And right after I said that, she said to me, no, it's not the law. Your job is to take my ID and not ask questions. Then she said that if I didn't like it, I could have just called my manager right out and see what she had to say. Now, I knew my manager was going to take my side because she knows I would never do anything to hurt or offend anybody. She's had her fair share of Karens and Kevins in the past and knows that some people in this world are just straight up nuts. I I just stayed silent and scanned her ID just to avoid any confrontation. I then unloaded her order into the back of the car in silence before going back inside. And the moment I saw my manager, I began venting to her about what just happened. She understood and was taken aback by what I told her since she had no problem with that lady in the past. She told me I did the right thing and that I did nothing wrong. Now, a lot of my co-workers who I'm relaying this story to say that I was in the right and that this lady was just entitled and believe that the law didn't apply to her just because of one small detail. But I still need to ask, am I the jerk for asking this woman to remove her sunglasses just so I could check her ID? No, you are not the jerk here. You can hide so much behind sunglasses, it's not even funny. Like, with some people, your entire face can change if you have the right pair of sunglasses. So I don't blame you for doing your job. It would be no different if a guy rolled up and they had a baseball cap on. Like, sure, you gave me your ID, but I still need to, like, I don't know, check and make sure you are the person that you're saying you are, that's not an unreasonable request. And you were literally just doing your job. So no, you're not the jerk. This lady clearly had a chip on her shoulder and she is just one of those typical Karens who's going to get offended at pretty much anything that comes her way. My entitled aunts treat me and my mother like garbage right after my father passed away, criticizing us for following my father's wishes when it comes to his funeral, as well as many other details that they simply didn't like. And I'm honestly blown away by all of their entitled behavior, and I seriously hope I never deal with them ever again. Here's what happened. So I'm a 39-year-old female, and I often semi-joke that I am cursed with an overabundance of aunts in my life. While this could be taken as literal truth, I once had a total of 14 aunts in my family, and that's both biological and by marriage, and some of them have passed away by now. Now, the part of this that isn't a joke refers to 5 aunts who have gone above and beyond to make my life miserable in some of the most recent years of my life. Three of them feature in this story. We'll call them Aunt Joe, Aunt Lynn, and Aunt Rose. And for the sake of this story, these are not their real names. Let's go over some background about each one of these aunts. Aunt Joe is my late father's younger sister, with whom he has always been very close. She's an ultra-fundamentalist Christian, who is quite vocal about her political opinion, and had subsequently fallen victim to stupid online theories. Now, I actually used to really enjoy being with her, but she's so insane now that I've sadly had to sever all contact. When it comes to Aunt Rose and Aunt Lynn, who are two of my mother's younger sisters, they used to be a lot of fun, especially Aunt Lynn. She was my favorite of all my aunts for several years. Both have grown increasingly sharp-tongued and entitled over the last 20 years or so. I noticed some verbal aggressions from Aunt Rose and Aunt Lynn towards me here or there over the years, but I guess I used to just shrug it off because they're critical of nearly all my cousins as well. I started to sense outright resentment from both of them after I finished graduate school so anyways this particular story concerns my aunt's behavior after my father passed away a couple of years ago my dad had Alzheimer's among other problems so I moved in with him and my mom in order to help care for him once he became too much for my mom to handle on her own for almost two years I put my life on hold to take care of my dad I found it very lonely and difficult at times but it felt to me like the only moral choice I could make and I have no Regrets. The pandemic exacerbated my dad's mental and physical decline, and after a series of traumatic falls, he developed a brain bleed and had to be sent to a hospital out of state. I mean, there were no hospital beds left near us because of the pandemic. He spent the last two weeks of his life alone in that hospital before he finally passed away. Losing my dad that way was excruciating. My mother and I were both quite weak from long COVID at the time. I mean, we were sick for nearly nine months, and having the end happen the way that it did, not getting to see him or say goodbye after being his daily caregiver for nearly two years was honestly so hard. My mother was quite frail right then. So I had to take the lead on making the calls and decisions after dad passed away. Thankfully, dad had always been very clear about exactly what he wanted. He wanted to be cremated, he didn't want a funeral and no obituary. So I followed his wishes to the letter. The day after my dad passed away, Aunt Jo came to talk to my mom. I assumed that she was offering condolences since she she and my mom had been friends since high school, but nope, Aunt Jo deemed it essential to inform my grieving mother that her husband of 52 years was now in the deep depths of Hades all because of her, since she didn't make him go to church. She went on and on, telling mom that his blood is on your hands. My mom tried to no avail to remind her that dad staunchly refused to go to church with us for years and years. Aunt Jo became impassioned, reminded mom that according to Aunt Jo, she and I were both A. Age- Agents of the devil who lost their salvation because we didn't vote for her political candidate. And finally, after she said that, she hung up. My mom was naturally an emotional wreck. Two days after my father passed away, Aunt Lynn and Aunt Rose ganged up on me in a family group chat to bother me about not writing an obituary. I was operating in a mechanical survival mode where I had not yet allowed myself to cry, and I had not even begun to touch the way in which my dad had passed away. My aunts kept on at me for an entire morning until I finally responded that they could write the obituary if it was that important to them. I then ignored the group chat after that. The very next day, I went over to visit my Aunt Lynn, who lives about 15 minutes away from my mom, and I really needed some support because I was caring so much right then. I was also hoping to get her to understand about the obituary since Dad had been so adamant about not wanting one. And also, my mom didn't want one either. Moreover, I knew right then that I could not emotionally handle writing one up. Instead of offering any understanding, Aunt Lynn spent over an hour berating and lecturing me for not mourning in the way that she wanted me to. She accused me of being cold and unloving because I had not cried in front of her. She called me an ungrateful, hateful, and spoiled daughter. I tried to explain that crying is something very private to me, and that I had to remain strong to take care of mom right then. But that just made her angrier. I finally broke when I got home from that visit. All my misplaced guilt and grief came flooding out, and I finally felt more alone than I ever had before in my life. As punishment over the obituary, Aunt Rose and Aunt Lynn then ceased all communication with both me and my mom for over a week. Complete silence and complete abandonment. And mind you, my mom, their own sister, had done nothing to them and had just lost her husband of 52 years. She was so frail and so affected by the lack of support that I thought I would likely lose her too within a matter Of weeks, She could barely speak coherently in the condition she was in, and she also refused to eat. I finally told off both aunts via text messaging and said that they needed to support their sister. So they broke their silence with her, but not with me after that. Eventually, after a few more weeks, my aunts eventually opened up towards me, and we returned to somewhat friendly relations. And you know what? I never got an apology, but I also knew better than to expect one. I dread what my aunts will put me through when I eventually lose my mother, which hopefully won't happen for several years. But at least I now have my husband to support me when that day eventually comes around. Wow, your extended family is awful. Like, seriously, how could they act like that? For starters, they're like the least supportive people on planet Earth. They literally went out of their way just to put down you and your mother right in the throes of your father passing away. Like, you didn't even have a chance to say goodbye to your dad. And these people are already all over you, treating you like garbage? Like, what is their problem? How can anyone, actually act like that and still try to be like oh yeah we're family no you're not no family member would treat me that way at that point you just become somebody I'm related to which in my opinion is a massive difference between calling you family someone who I consider family whether they're blood related or not is someone who would be there for me in my time of need they would stand up in my defense and they would comfort me when I've lost a loved one but instead you have aunts who are picking away at your sensibilities and try to judge you for doing exactly what your father wanted. Meanwhile, the other ones convinced that you're the spawn of the devil, all because you didn't vote the way that she did in the last election. Like, seriously, what is going on here? But seriously, with all things considered, you really did handle this as well as you possibly could, considering all the backlash from your stupid extended family. So hopefully, in the future, nothing like this ever happens again. I know if I was in your shoes, I would be cutting these people out of my life. Because you know what? I don't need that kind of energy. Especially if somebody's gonna try and come after my mother as well. That would be my final Straw, and there's no way I would ever put up with them ever again. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. My entitled mother basically spoiled my entire wedding, bossing me around and treating me like garbage, all because I wasn't doing things exactly the way that she wanted it done. And now that it's three weeks after my wedding, she is still refusing to talk to me and she has yet to apologize for the way she treated me. And at this point, I seriously am not sure what to do. Here's what happened. So to start things out, there's a lot of context leading up to the drama that I'm about to describe, but I'll do my best to sum it up. But basically, my partner and I have decided to have a child-free wedding, and my brother and mother were absolutely horrified when they found out about this. They tried to say I was ripping the family apart and all this other garbage. Fast forward a few months, and my brother has largely moved on, and my mother is trying her best, but still has an occasional outburst about it. Now, the day before my wedding, everything just goes south incredibly quickly. My other brother, who honestly, bless him, is the only person who didn't upset me during the planning of the wedding, calls me up and says that he has COVID. And that's honestly really bad. We have a number of vulnerable people coming and I cannot risk anyone getting sick. I'm very close to him and I'm devastated that he can't come along. I call my mother in tears and instead of reassuring me that the wedding will still be lovely or anything like that, she admits that the wedding's gonna be garbage and is largely upset about all the food that she's bought that will now go to waste. So at this point, I'm furious and we agree she insinuates that everyone thinks less of me because of my wedding being child-free. She then essentially emotionally blackmails me into inviting my sister-in-law and my young niece because if I don't, she won't have anyone to talk to. I then said I was glad I was becoming a member of a different family, which is not my finest moment, but admittedly, I had reached the end of my rope. Fast forward to that evening, and I'm heading to my mother's place for the night with my maid of honor. I call my mother to let her know that we're on our way, and she is absolutely hammered. She can barely string together an entire sentence. We arrive, and I have to look after after her, My maid of honor makes us dinner, we have to collect the flowers without her, and neither of us can drive. I'm trying to sober her up. All the while, she's phoning and messaging her friends, telling them that my wedding is a disaster. So yeah, thanks for that, mom. I'm so angry by this point that I can barely keep it together. The wedding day arrives and all things considered, it was an absolutely wonderful day. My mother barely spoke to me and we haven't even spoken properly since the wedding. And that was about three weeks ago. And of course, there was no apology to be found absolutely nothing the kicker is is that her response to my brother when he said how hurt i am was to say oh we're both hurt so there is a better chance of hades freezing over than her actually taking responsibility for her actions i'm honestly at a loss here and how to move forward i don't want to speak to her first because i know she won't apologize but i don't think i can just brush this under the carpet either am i overreacting here what should i do honestly i don't think you're in the wrong in the slightest let's get some things out of the way first First and foremost, your mom sounds awful to deal with. She sounds like the kind of person who clearly wants to make everything about her. Like, just look at the way she was reacting when you said, Hey, I want a child-free wedding. Which, by the way, I don't think that's a bad thing at all. Like, it's your wedding first and foremost. But also, kids do have a tendency to try and ruin pretty much everything around them. And that's not just me being mean and being like, Wow, I don't like kids or anything like that. I know I've seen it happen and I'm sure you've seen it happen as well. But some parents aren't very good parents and they let their kids run around like, crazy and do whatever they want. And if I was getting married, that's the last place I would want that to happen. So having a child-free wedding is completely reasonable. You're not asking for something that's totally out of line. You just want children to not be there. So for your mom to be like really bent out of shape about that and to really be harping on the fact that kids aren't welcome there, that seems really weird to me. But it's also the fact that she really would not let this go. Like she was really bent on trying to make you feel like garbage for calling the shots on your wedding. Like isn't that the one day where you do want to have it exactly the way you want it. Like your mom is being so intrusive. Literally just trying to change things just to fit her agenda and her needs. She was guilt tripping you. She was treating you like garbage. And then even three weeks after the wedding, she refuses to talk to you and even apologize in the first place. And with all those details in mind, I don't want to be that guy, but it really kind of sounds like your mom's a narcissist. Like you can't negotiate with her. She clearly tries to make herself the most important person in the room all the time. And based on what you've described, I I really don't think you'll ever get an apology from her. So truly, I don't blame you for being upset, and honestly, moving forward if I was in your shoes, I would just be very cautious with what I tell her. I would probably make sure I have some distance from her in my life, and I would embrace this new family that I just got married into. And even though you were kind of upset, you said it best. You are excited to get to know this new family. So hopefully, you can move forward without your entitled mother trying to get in the way of your marriage. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, check out the playlist at the top of the description. And if you want some vibey music to put on in the background, check out Easy Mode. If you like Am I the Jerk, check out Am I the Genius. Everything will be linked in the description.